What's up, everybody? Appreciate you guys coming back to the channel. Honestly, we fucking love you guys. I have to say that before I say anything else. Absolutely love our fans, love the audience. Guys, keep coming back. But listen, let's get to the important stuff, all right? We made history with this podcast. Purple Miami, the fucking legend of Miami hospitality, okay? We filmed this episode in the Versace mansion, all right? We were told, yo, it's gonna be shut down. We pulled up, lunch service happening. But yo, we don't fold, all right? We filmed the fucking podcast live in front of like, I don't even know, maybe like 70, 80 people while they're having lunch. We walked in, they thought we were fucking famous. It was hilarious, but honestly, an amazing podcast. Purple's a fucking crazy dude. You gotta hear some stories. He's literally helped out the greats in Miami. And with that being said, let's get into this episode. They know that I go flip mode when I bust the rhymes. Man's on a different thing, man, I told him a hundred times. I did a bunch of crimes and none of them were done for the vine. So you can take that bullshit and stick that where the sun don't shine. The summer's up, it's about to get real cold. Late nights in the studio with the bros. Welcome back to the MBH podcast, Money Buys Happiness. Guys, we're in a different location today. Noosh, where we at, bro? Listen, if you're watching right now, you're probably like, where the fuck are these guys? We are at the Versace mansion, all right? Yes. This what this is iconic. Yes. Yo, this was home to the icon Johnny Versace. Um, and now it is a it is a full-blown restaurant hotel. And we got the Miami plug in front of us. Ooh. Obviously, that's how we're here. We didn't just Ooh. show up here Ooh. and they let us do this shit, you know? <laughs> so we got the man in front of us. We got Purple Miami here. Thank you, brother, for coming. I'm so yes. happy to be here, guys. Very, very, very happy to be Yo, here. Yo, thank Thanks you for, for making me. this happen, first of all. Uh, you know, just one, just one phone call <laughs> I just, away. Like, I, think, I think it's the, like we just said, the first podcast in the Versace mansion. Oh, definitely. Now that I thought about it, it's like, it, I don't think it's ever been done. No way. Bruh. No chance. We would have no known. Chance. You would have known too. <laughs> no, no, I would have known, but yeah. So like, this is, this is, uh, this is legendary. We're doing this. Uh, man, listen, live and direct. And guys, before we get into we it. We had to do it right. No. Yo, this is nuts, bro. <laughs> iconic. Iconic. Before we get into it, guys, if the audio is a little bit hectic, we're in a fucking fully functioning restaurant, all right? So <laughs> Yo, people eating pasta around us and yeah. shit, drinking wine, bro. It's happening right now. So, listen. Um, but listen, we got Purple Miami here. Yes. We've been wanting to have you on, to be honest. We're big yeah. fans of Miami. We're big yeah. fans of you uh, and what you do. We come from nightlife as well. So there's a little bit, little bit of appreciation there, too, for what you've done. Um, I want to go way back, though, right? Everyone knows that you're popping now. You know, you know all the celebrities. You got all the plugs. But we really want to know how you started, to be honest, right? So... Let's let's take it way back, like I guess before hospitality, right? Maybe maybe as a teenager. I'm not sure when you started, but take us back. Uh, the thing is, back in high school, I was uh, like I've like I've said numerous times, I was a popular kid, right? But the cool, popular kid, not the cocky one. Okay, okay. not the one that was a bully or ever. I I protected people. I joined a lot of clubs, like Best Buddies, to nice. help the kids with the mental. Okay, and. And it, 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 all the pep rallies, they will chant my name. And, uh, and I didn't even know why, you yeah. know, I think it had a lot to do with the fact that I had a nickname. Okay. You know, purple. Okay. You know, and it, it put me in, um, in a different space, you know? Yeah. And therefore my, not only that, my, my best friends were seniors okay. when I was okay. a freshman. So if you were friends with seniors, cool you were cool. Yeah. yeah. And what that meant is that I kept getting invited, invited to all these house parties okay. back in the days, like my days, house parties were the shit. Yeah. Like that movie, what's it called? Uh, Project X. Project, Project like X. shit like yeah, that. You know? And where I'd, where I'd be, it's where everybody wanted to be, you know? So another thing is I was friends with, uh, with private school kids. Okay. And they had better houses, better quality girls. Yeah. <laughs> bigger budgets. Bigger budgets, <laughs> yeah. you know? 
and and I and I said, to, and then one time, one of the guys that went to Columbus, like a private school here for all boys, and he was like, "Yo, let me invite you to this." I was like, "Why don't you come to this? We rented out a sports bar. Why don't you come over and invite whoever you want?" All right. I go, yeah, no, no, remember, no social media, no nothing. Oh, word of mouth. I think it was beepers and emails. Okay, or not even. I mean, maybe an email, but anyways, I showed up with like fifty people. I got paid the next day like five hundred bucks, cash. Ten bucks ahead. I was I was seventeen something like sixteen. Okay, twenty something plus years ago, and I was like, holy shit, this is a thing. Yeah, and I was never the the school guy. I did go to school. I attended school because I loved the attention of being the popular <laughs> kid in high school. Yeah. But I never attended classes. Okay. So I dropped out. And then obviously I, t- I took it more seriously. I started looking at it more of as an entrepreneurial way. Okay. In the sense that I would go to the places and rent them out and run them. Throw your own jams. Yeah. And I would uh I would have people work under me and then I would pay off everybody, you know, yeah. pay off the DJs. Of course. And then whoever I partnered up with, you know, we split it three ways, four yeah. ways, you know. So it became a thing, you know, where I was like, this was real money, you know. Yeah. And and out here, you know, and then as as I got older, my crowd got older. And that moved me to Miami Beach where we are now and then that meant more money you know of course. and i blew up here yeah like the the owners of the clubs took a, took took me in right away and i started working right under them and i wasn't even of age to get be in them yeah i was 20 <laughs> when i started working at the clubs here and i was getting paid under the table okay. because i was so good i'm bringing the best quality girls you know so back then you've only had like like with you can count your fingers how many people you could get into the clubs. You know, yeah. like ten people. You, if you knew these ten people, you got into the best clubs. Yeah. Other than that, you were fucked. You know. And back yeah. in the days, the doormans were like the fucking. You know, the guys a the wall. They're like straight up walls. Yeah, you know? yeah. If you know them, good. But if you don't, you're not getting in. You yeah. know. It was very VIP driven back in the day. So you had like the most beautiful crowd. You know, back in the days, it's very exclusive, very selective. Uh, you would have like Paris Hilton in one table. You will have Snoop Dogg in one table, you know, and this was like every week recurring, Damn. you know, and and yeah, the Miami Beach was what blew me up, you so know, you, and you, then at the same time, around the same time is where I met uh, Dave Grutman, you know, yeah, which we're definitely going to talk about that relationship. Um, So you were 20 years old. You're not from Miami Beach. No, I was. I'm, I'm from Costa Rica. Okay, so when did you move out here? When you were twenty, you're saying? Not right, right around. No, I right around, uh, right after Hurricane Andrews. So maybe I, I might have been ten or eleven oh, years wow. old, around ninety four. Wow, Just I don't know if you guys were born. Oh, <laughs> uh, ninety three. I'm ninety three. Ninety six. I was, I was there. I wasn't there. I wasn't there yet. Well, let's just cut, let's make this uh, clear though. You look much younger than you are, bro. Yeah, yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean. Yeah, like yeah, genetics, yeah. honestly. <laughs> Shout out the genes though. So, um, I, yeah. so at that time, because like like I said, like we have a we no, started I, in nightlife. Wait, hold on, before you you yeah. asked me, I know. One of you asked, I didn't speak a word of English. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Yeah. So what you were just putting yourself out there and make like learning, just had to learn. Well, you just go to school, no, right? And- I was so obsessed with the with learning English that I've learned I was fluently in within five months. Wow. Because Holy I didn't want to I came in the middle of a school year and everyone was looking at me. Oh, so, okay. so when you're a new kid in the middle of a school year, no one would talk to you and special well the thing is it was very easy in Miami because it's very bilingual. Of here, course. You know, Spanglish everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. So it wasn't that hard, but I became obsessed with learning with wanting to talk to other kids. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. 
and I've I think I've wrote a thousand sentences like every other week wow. and I watch TV and I compare my notes and the subtitles and by the time I got to middle school I was fluent in English. Oh so you were Damn. driven to learn. Oh my eh? god I was obsessed. So obsessed. I guess I guess when you came like when you came here what inspired you about Miami because we got here I mean, we always come here and we're fucking hella inspired by Miami. Just the, the air, like everything you see around you, that inspires us. Well, I was forced. My parents wanted a better life. Yeah. Um, I was already 10. I was already 10 years old. So I had a crush on a girl back in Costa Rica. I had, a, I had like a, my group of friends. You yeah. Know? So I was kind of rebellious about moving here. You know, okay. but it turns out it was the best decision they've ever made. You know, yeah. 100%. we've come here before. I came here in 89 or 88 when you guys were negative four <laughs> <laughs> and and we came to disney world and and my parent my, my dad cried just because i remember my, the only time i think i've ever saw my dad cry was when he brought all of us here as a family trip you know he didn't even cry for when his parents died but he cried when he brought us here you know just to, so we could experience uh my, um um uh, Walt Disney, whatever. Yeah, what's it called? yeah, yeah. Disney, Disney, World. Disney World. Disney World. You're saying like happiness. He was crying. He was so happy. Yeah. You know, I was like, wow. And I remember that, you know, I must have been like seven or eight, you know? Yeah. And yeah. how was your family like growing up? Were they supportive of what you wanted to do? So supportive. Yeah. Even, even, even that's one of the main reasons why I think that if I don't drink or smoke to do any of that, you know, because they, uh, they were tough on me in the sense that they they wanted a better life for me. But they, at, at the same time, they were always very free with me. Like, it's your life. Do what you want. Even as a kid, even as a teenager, you know, and I wasn't even an adult. You know, when I made the decision to drop out of high school, it was because uh, the 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 vice principal called me. And she goes, she goes, listen, you come to school, but you don't, you don't go to class. <laughs> if you really want to graduate, you would have to do uh, Saturday school for the for the next two years. You will have to attend extra yeah. like like yeah. some, she she broke it down for me. She goes, why don't you drop out and get your GED, which means your high school diploma. And so that way, you know, you could ha you could eventually graduate with your friend. I don't care. You know, about yeah, yeah, my yeah. friends. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, she literally, she, you know, I don't, like, I don't <laughs> care. <laughs> but I call my mom and she she asked me, she goes, what do you want to do? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's cool. I told my mom, I'm like, this and this, this happened. They want me to drop out. I was like, what do you want to do? Wow. I go, I think it makes sense. I think I'm wasting my time here. Yeah. She goes, come home. Never, never went back to high school again. For her to understand that, that's crazy, bro. Yeah. Because usually as a parent, you're like, no, you got to stay in school. And it, and it, yeah. And it, and, and it, it was kind of weird because they they come from like like poor countries, you know? Yeah. Usually they're more strict when it comes to that type of stuff. And and I, I you know, and that just the fact that they were so supportive of me, I never wanted. So I saw so many of my guy friends get in trouble, go to jail, do stupid shit, you know? Let their family down. Yeah. So I, I, I didn't want to hurt my parents, you know? Yeah. And I, I guess I was like, fuck it. If I don't drink, if I don't do any of this stupid shit, then, I, then my judgment will be better. You know, and that was stuff that you were seeing around you at that time. Like a lot yeah, of people, yeah, definitely. That? You know, like I didn't grow up in the best neighborhood. You know, so a lot of a lot of my close friends were getting in trouble for doing stupid shit. You know, like little kid shit. You know, 
and I didn't want to let my parents down, you know. But bro, you never had a sip of alcohol. Never, ne never on record, never. Wow. Yo, you know what's never. Good? I gotta, I gotta I've, I've picked up stuff by mistake, you know, yeah. because I like drinking uh, Red Bull or yeah, yeah. or cranberry juice or water, you sure. know. So yeah, yeah. so when I'm not looking, I pick up someone and I, and I taste it. I've <laughs> yeah. tasted it a thousand times and yeah. I put it down. But has it ever been my choice? Never. Wow. And oh, every yeah. time I've That's tasted it, it's crazy. like, how the fuck do people drink this? Yo, okay. Yo, well, now, yo, now we're seeing this, I but I want to take argument. it back. I want to take it back because, <laughs> like I said, we were promoters. We're from Nightlife. That's how we built our network as well, right? But, like, we're going out and, like, people are expecting us to drink because, like, yes. we're the host. Yes. So it's like, how did you bypass that? Especially I, with the level of or people you just throwing shots with. behind your back? I'll, I'll tell you, there's a, there's, a, there's a few stories about that. There's a... Uh, there's a fact that I, I kept telling a lot of people that I didn't drink, but there's also clients that were like, like, you order for me. Let's drink something, you know? And obviously I'm going to order Dom P or Cristal, you know? <laughs> so the waitresses automatically already knew how to match the, yeah. the drink, you know? So they will give me a glass of Red Bull, you know? So yeah, there's been a lot of rumors of me like, Oh, I've seen you drink before. Yeah. Because it's been either Red Bull and then to match uh, tequila, they will just give me water, you know? Yeah. Um, but no, it, it, uh, one of the questions that I get asked the most, like, how did you do it being around this so, yeah. so often? You know, it's easy. I've never done it. So I, know. I don't know. It's any not like you tried it and then you had to stop yeah, it. Yeah. I've never started. I didn't know any other way, yeah. you know? And again, and then that's where my brain came into work and came into like, like, just tell me, like, listen, if you don't, if you don't drink, you, you could, you could make something you could out smash of it. this industry. Yeah. And the first, and the why, how it became so successful. We live in how I moved up the ladder and, and live with the company and Davis because I stayed sober. Yeah. While, while everybody was, uh, getting fucked up and trying to hook up with girls, I did the opposite. I, I started, gave out my business cards. I, I make sure I kept in contact with all the guy, with all the new clients, you know, all the girls since I want, since I wasn't trying to fuck them or anything, you yeah. know. They were coming with me, you know. Yes. And 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 then year one and year two were tough for live, but I ha I was building my network, you know. Yeah. Until I became, you know, one of the main guys in the company. Because like we even know too, like even in the nightlife industry, you see a lot of guys and they get lost in the sauce. Yeah. And they don't have like, it's it's tough, bro. It's a different world when we you're in nightlife. You know, you need discipline. Man. And if you're not thinking of the future and like, okay, why am I actually doing this right now or building this network? You were already thinking that, which is huge. Yeah. Right. Is there a reason why you were already thinking that? Like, did you see someone around you that you were like, I don't want to be like that? Honestly, no, yeah. I don't know. No, not really. You know, because again, I respect that. I'm not, I'm not God. I'm not a God. I don't, I can't judge you. You know, yeah, so yeah. I've always been okay with it. You know, is it, if you're an adult and you want to do what you got, what you want to do, that's up to you, you know, yeah. but. My bro, I think some people would call you a God though. Still in my head. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm curious. The name i have to ask purple where did it come from i used to wear a purple shirt when i when i moved <laughs> when i first moved to miami so being that i was new in the middle of a school year in elementary the the kids that didn't know my name they started calling me purple you know and it got stuck you know to the point that i, I people some close friends of mine that know me for decades you know don't even have the, the slightest clue of what my name is you know <laughs> um even dave and all their owners before they were signing checks. Like, who the fuck is this guy? I'm paying so much, yeah, you know? Check is in purple Miami. <laughs> no, no. Now it, now it does, cause, yeah. cause I don't have a company, of you know. Okay, so even, even like, how were you building your network at the beginning with no social media and stuff yeah, like that? What was, what was like your recipe for building? Oh my god, I've, I've done it all, you know. I've done it, I've done it all from the, from passing out flyers in the middle of the night, you know, while everybody's sleeping, you know. I've, uh, constantly gaining, uh 
saving all these emails, you know, back back then when when no social media was emails, you know. So I used to have the there was even the, they created they started creating programs where you would do like the mass emails, you know. Um, but then that gets too annoying, you know. And and pretty much I started like just like you know like the when you get personal with someone, you know, and and that's when you take your time and and you send out like hey Robert come tonight, you know. And then yeah, you will copy and paste, but then you will set you will switch the name, you of know, course. and then maybe something that you know about them, you know. Of course. And people would like that, you know. Yeah. People will like, like if, if it's something personal and and that they catches your attention, you know, they'll they'll hit you back, you know. And even in person too, I'm sure like you were treating people really well when they were coming out. And like, because that was like, you had to be more of a physical presence at that time. You didn't have the social media, right? Where they can see what you're doing and you didn't have to explain who you are now because of socials, but. And humbleness, you know, a hundred percent. I could, I, 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 I couldn't be cocky for, even if you paid me, you know, it was, it was something that I always was born with, you know, to, I know where I come from, you know? So were so you I, helping like everyone at the beginning? Like, or were you just like trying to build like a VIP status kind of thing? I was trying to build VIP status, yeah, yeah. you know? I guess that's 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 the market because here you want anyways. I don't I don't want to just be like everybody else, you know, just like okay, you're bringing girls, you're bringing clients, you know. No, I needed to take it a step further, you know. I need I needed to uh to meet um what well, what drove me to get past that point was uh the celebrities, you know. I was like, fuck it, everybody wants to be with celebrities, you know. I mean, look at Dave, you know, that's that was one of his major major things that he that he took upon notice you know that the celebrities is what makes the world go. so is know? that something that you really wanted to do to differentiate yourself from other promoters or other hosts correct and, and okay. who was the who was the first big celebrity you got connected with oh uh, man i don't know maybe uh like i said maybe scott storage you know scott storage was just an, an individual that was obviously like one of the best producers ever and and he was connected to uh to so many celebs you know like yeah. up and coming you know and that's that's even better when you get someone up and coming you know yes. when you build that relationship from the from the from day from day zero is it's even better you know for sure for sure i want to talk more about uh, your relationship with dave because i think you guys have something special too right so when did you guys first meet how was that like and and how did it take off dave was working at the same club that i was working on it was mentioned uh, he might have been the um director of marketing or something um, he, he, he was, he was inspiring to me even back then, you know, even when I first met him, cause he was the one bringing the Will Ferrells, the Paris Hiltons, you know, um, and I was like, damn, you know, I was like, this guy's, I've always called him Midas, you know, every time he touches turns into gold, you know, <laughs> um, and we, obviously we weren't close in the beginning, you know, cause he was more of an office guy, you know, I was more of a nightlife guy, you know, and, but I wanted to learn from him, you know, so I. I got closer and closer to him. Even even when even when we uh he started a new project, I I started working for that club that he went to, you know. Uh not because I was following him, it was because it was it was a big club too and it was a and it was I was a free agent. Okay. And I was able to work there too. So and even after that, you know, I I would catch up with him, you know, because staying close with someone that smart, you know, it's it's smart itself, you know. Yeah, and I wanted to learn from him and and I've always he hit me up. He'd be like, "Come to the office, we catch up," you know. And and thankfully, one day he got offered live, and he offered it to me too, you know. Wow. For anybody who's never met Dave in person, how would you describe him? The funniest guy in the world. <laughs> <laughs> he is hilarious. Bro. Oh my god, man! We, we, uh, he, we, we when we went to go do the pod with him at his condo, we walked in and 
he was just on the phones going crazy. And I'm like, dude, this guy is He's the real deal. You could tell right away. He's the real deal. Yeah. He's like on the phone with Kim, this person, that person. I'm like, holy fuck. Closing deals and crazy, crazy, crazy. So when you say he he kind of took over Live and brought you, what does that mean he brought you? Like what was your role there? He uh I he wanted me to put up a team together to help fill up the place, you know? And that point you were established pretty much. Right. Yeah. And at, at first, you know, it was uh, I was a I was a free agent, which meant that I was working for almost like every different club in Miami okay. Beach. You know, he went, the day that he offered me, um, I came back the next day, and he put a he put a he put a number on the table, and I quit everything. You know, <laughs> oh it. yeah, yeah, it's yeah. like oh, a Wolf of Wall Street vibe. <laughs> yeah, I love that. <laughs> show me the show me the check right now. I'll quit my job. I, I, uh, it was something like that. You know, I literally quit right away, and I was like, I'm with you. Yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I believed it. I believed in this vision. I believed that we could do something, you know. Yeah. And here we are, you know, almost 14, 15 years later. You know, one of the best clubs in the world, you know. And Fuck yeah, it wasn't easy. It wasn't easy just because of the fact that no one there was the the cutoff point for clubs was 23 in Collins, which was Mokai. Anything after that, it's it's like, it it's like no far, no mass territory, yeah. you know. It's just like even when I, my first meeting at the Fountain Blue, I was like, what the fuck am I doing here? You know this. <laughs> 1950 hotel you know yeah thankfully that's they opened up so big they, they opened up the the renovate the rent renovated part of the fountain blue with along with the new club and obviously you we set the bar so high we opened up with the victoria's secret fashion show the only one that's ever been in miami you know that's crazy and you have 100 celebrities that day that come and check out the new club and again dave was a fucking king about about putting that together because now the pub- the publicity that we got from that was yeah. world known, you know. It yeah. was it was all over the world, you know, and and it was just and that's when I came into work, you know, and that's when I put the group of guys that I put together back in the yeah. back then was it's, just to well, it's funny you say that too, like the the hundred celebrities for the opening because we just seen Gecko. Oh no, it was uh, I, I call it uh, it was it felt like a movie premiere. Yeah, it bro. reminded me of like uh, I forgot what like the red movie carpet, was. Red carpet yeah. rolled out. Every Dude. celebrity you could think of. Yeah, just, it's just insane to see. I'm I'm curious. At what point do you kind of say, like you you look you look at where you're at and see what's going on? And you go like fuck, I made it. Like I actually made it. Is there is there I, a certain point? I don't think so. Not right now. But no, no. Just because you know the the more. The more you make it, the more you want, you yeah. know. So yeah. I don't feel that way yet, you know. But in 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 terms of, and if you can speak about it, is there any like, have you stepped into ownership in any of these spots, or or do you keep your your hands kind of out of that that pie? I'm part of the upper um, management. I'm part okay. of the executive uh, okay. department now, which which means that. I pretty much get to help and run everything, you know, okay. from so you're part of I'm an extension of Dave, you know, okay. That's sick. okay. What do you think? What do you think Dave saw in you at the beginning? Do you think he saw something in you where he's like, I want this. I want this kid around me. I want I want to work with this guy. Like I said, you know, I was pretty much one of the only ones if uh, one of the few that kept in contact with him, yeah. you know, and he saw he saw that I was I'm, I'm sure he saw how driven I was, how hard, how much of a hard worker I was, you know, and. I think he took that. Uh, he took notice of that, you know, and yeah, and thankfully he gave me that. He gave me the opportunity. Would you, you know? w- like? Is owning a club ever something that you wanted to do? 
Well, yeah, that's what that's exactly where Dave and I are going to. Yeah. You know, the Dave's Dave eventually is gonna make me a partner or something. You know, that's yes, huge. Bro. Dave's yes. never ever to this day has ever forgotten about me about any deal. You know, yeah, that's amazing. And so it's are you loyalty? Some loyalty I know, there. Loyalty yeah, yeah. gets you places. You know yeah. that yeah. I've 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 had his back. He's had my back, and and here we are. You know, and and do you move the same way? Like say, like the team that you were building at a younger age with the promoters. Do you have those guys around you still? Yeah, of course. Yeah. Some of those guys have moved up, you know, to whatever I was doing back then. They're doing it now, you know. Yeah, let's say taking care of everybody from the ground yeah. up. Yeah, I'm, I'm okay. I'm curious. Obviously, dude, like you've been with the fucking biggest stars on the planet. Everything from athletes to movie stars, whatever models, everything. Man, it's insane. Like you see guys like Neymar and Pogba who are like Kanye. to me, like it's just insane. What, was there anyone where you were like, holy fuck, I can't believe I'm in the room with this person or I can't believe yeah, I'm getting recently, this guy a table? Fuck out. Uh, <laughs> you're gonna laugh when you think it was. Um I'm a big I'm a I have an I'm thinking of another one, but I remember a few years ago I'm a big uh The Office. Yeah you know, the show The Office. Yeah. yeah. BJ Novak, he's also a writer. Oh my God. I, I, yeah, I, yeah, I yeah. met him and I went nuts. That's crazy. Out of everybody. <laughs> Out of everybody. <laughs> <laughs> it's, to, everything's so I've met so many of these people, you know, yeah. I'm not even jaded by it anymore. Yeah, which you is, know? which is crazy. That's insane. Yeah. I'm thinking of another one that I just saw recently. I texted my girl and I was like, oh my God, I'm with this. Like, really him? I'm like, yeah. yeah. Ah, fuck. I'm curious. What I got to ask Neymar in person. What's he like? Cause that guy, like, dude, I'm a huge soccer fan. Watch him, yeah, watch him yeah. all the time. So I'm curious. One of the fucking nicest guys I've ever met. Really? And he reached out to me. Okay. Wow. Um, most of the m- most of the soccer players love my Instagram. <laughs> I'm not going to say any names, but they love and most of them have families or whatever. Yeah. You know, they, they just like what I post, you yeah. know, yeah, because yeah. they can't do it. <laughs> so they live through they live me. Through yeah. You, yeah. And but yeah, Neymar is a fucking outstanding guy, man. Fucking guy. Crazy story. I'm in uh, I'm in Europe with my girlfriend two or three years ago and I was in Madrid. And I'm reading the newspaper. I didn't see what time it was because I was I was caught up in like other time zone. And and it said Real Madrid versus Barcelona or something like that. I'm like, oh, perfect. Let me hit up Neymar. I'm oh, sorry, PSG. Yeah. PSG. Uh, Real Madrid versus PSG. Let me hit up Neymar. Uh, no, sorry. Karim Benzema. I was closer to Benzema than I was to Neymar back then. Wow. Okay. Uh, and and then I go to the I go to the guy. When's the game? She's like, no, that I didn't. I didn't. I forgot that it was in Spanish. Or was it a? Yeah, it was in Spanish. So I, I didn't realize that the game had already ended. Okay. And I was like, "Fuck!" I re- I really wanted to go to this. You know, it was it was a Champions League game. I didn't know much about soccer, but but turns out the Champions League is like a Super Bowl. Yeah, yes, yeah, dude, yes, it's massive. Yes. Which means that most of these players fly their families out, mm-hmm. but they also have to buy their tickets. Yeah. For their family. Oh shit! Just okay. like Super Bowl. When Super Bowl, the players have to buy. The Super Bowl ticket, I oh. cost. Okay, okay. And, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah. And and um and I hit up uh, Benzema. He said he didn't say no right away, but he said, "Oh no, but th- but there was a game in Paris the next day." So I go to my girl, "Yo, let's go to Paris." You know, one and a half hours away. Let's just go to Paris and catch a game tomorrow. But she goes, "Get a ticket first, man." So we're not going there for now because we've been to Paris plenty of times. And Benzema said maybe. Then I asked James Rodriguez from Colombia. Yeah, super close with him. Again, he said maybe. I wasn't close to Neymar, but I DM'd him, and and I go, can I get two tickets? 
uh, can I come see you at the game tomorrow? He goes, how many do you need? And I said, just a pair. And he goes, done. Give me your name and your email. Like that, no question. Again, Neymar runs Paris. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy. You, when I when I went to the game, you have the owner's box, and then you have Neymar's box. <laughs> <laughs> That's insane. That's and, insane. So in turn, when he's here. And, not, and, uh, and at the end of the story was I we get to Paris. I land. I have... Benzema texts me two tickets and James Rodriguez texted me two tickets. <laughs> so now I have six tickets for Champions League. That's insane, which so, is like unheard of. Yeah, so I, I ended up hooking up the guy that was, that I gave the, uh, that I got the Airbnb with. Okay. It was okay. like static, you know, yeah, like, no shit. Sure, like sure. all these people cares about soccer, you know? I didn't, I honestly didn't know that Champions League was that big of a deal. No, it's though. huge. Oh my God. It's like Massive, Cup, especially Bars, uh, Real Madrid versus versus PSG Huge. and holy fucking shit what an energy yeah what an energy of a fucking game yes you know yes. and I was so happy that I was on the PSG side because the goalkeeper for PSG is Kaylor Navas yeah from Costa Rica yeah 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 he's from your country yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. hometown so, boy okay and when those guys come <laughs> here obviously in turn you just fucking oh, I do everything what's, what's, like if someone hits you up and they're like yo I'm coming what's the process now and like what are they I, requesting yeah, like, yeah if whatever they request I gotta make it you everything know? Yeah. anything making cars <laughs> hotels cars hotels you know yeah it's I turn like into like a concierge for them you know yeah. and mm. I don't like to use that term but fuck it you know it's for them you can use it for, it. for them I could use it you know is there yeah. is there anything crazy that someone's asked you for before? No, honestly, it's, it's always been simple, you know. Like maybe one time they asked for like a, I think it was a bachelor party. They wanted midgets, you know. Like <laughs> that's that's just everywhere, you know. <laughs> I was gonna get, say, how do you make that happen? Like that's <laughs> believe it or not, it's just I think they asked that everywhere. <laughs> and then okay, so like I've seen like I've seen you do like I don't know if you're hosting other events or anything like that. Like when you go to stuff like F1, because I saw you went to F1. You're with Future mm-hmm. LeBron, like fucking insane. Like, are you going there and you're hosting or are you just going there to have some fun? Well, we activate um, uh, stuff within the within Formula One, which okay. means that we ended up having our own like paddle club, you okay. know, and we just branded live, you know, or or we, I think we ended up using like like our restaurant brands, you okay. know, like Komodo, you know, and. And yeah, but uh, Dave ended up bringing up Matt Damon, which is fucking stupid, that's you know, mad, like you're crazy. there watching the Formula One with Matt Damon, you know, <laughs> uh, Alex Rodriguez. Crazy. You know, and but yeah, anything like anything like like Super Bowls yeah. or, or or finals, you know, like like we try to activate as much as stuff possible just to have our brand name out there, okay. you know, and that's something that we're continually doing, you know, even like you guys now. did the black tape project too. Like that was something. Were no, you part of no, that? I, I, that's my friend, um, Joel. Okay. Been friends with him for almost 15 so years. So he runs that. Yeah. Super expiring. What he's done, you know, fucking guy told me t- 12 years ago, I'm going to tape girls. I'm like, you're an idiot. Wow. <laughs> and <laughs> now he's walking. He's and now taping he's girls. fucking taping girls and he's making money, yeah, you know, yeah. and it's a fucking cool thing, you yeah. know, and a lot of people have copied him, you know? Yeah. What's good boys just smashed a heavy leg day workout. I was fucking just snapping with the deadlifts going crazy. Got Delph, trainer Delph here. Yo Delph, listen, I got a question for you. What do I take before I work out? You already know what it is. Full time pre, all right? This shit keeps me going. I would have never hit 300 on the dead today if I didn't have the full send pre, all right? Yo Delph, what am I taking after? Boom, full send. 
protein. All right, guys, listen. If you want to get jacked like me, and I'm not even that jacked yet, but we'll come back to that. MBH15, supplements.co, 50% off your order. Do not miss out. Let's get back to this episode. What do you think, like, when you're doing those, those um, like, one-off parties and stuff like that, what's your role in that? Uh, it depends, you know, okay. because, like, again, I'm an extension of Dave, yeah. you know? So most of the times, the one-off parties, like, are are for our company, you know? Okay. Corporate parties, stuff like that. Yeah. Like there's there's a lot of brands and a lot of companies that ask specifically for me, you know? Wow. Because they know what they're gonna get, you know? Yeah. And and anything else like like uh like if I say if I go to like Cali or Toronto, you know, then it's just like on me, you know, just to have fun, you know? Yeah. How 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 important do you think has social media been for you to like showcase that part of you so that when people come they already know? No, obviously, you know where we are right now yeah. with social media, you know. Social media is no joke right now, you know. Um one thing that that I suck at is TikTok and that's like yeah, me too, bro. <laughs> I don't know how to edit. I don't know how to <laughs> Do you work with a team? Like you have people around of you course, that help you? Of course, they they help me. Yeah, <laughs> They're like say, an old man. Yeah, like, like when, when help did you me edit this. Yeah, yeah. When when did you kind of start building that team around you? Well, again, that was another thing that the company is growing so fast. You know, back in the days, it was me who was literally the whole marketing and and social media guy. Like I, wow. I was the one um, doing the. I even became I became a social media. I became a marketing guy. I, became, I was a photographer for Live, <laughs> graphic designer. I gra- <laughs> everything. You know, at one point, you know, it was it, we went from having 10, 12 guys at the office to right now we're, we're probably still hiring. We're hiring somebody right now, you know? Yeah. yeah I think Dave says what, 200, 200 yeah. people. Or something. I've never seen the company grow so fast, you know? Yeah. You, you, you actually mentioned you're doing all these different things. I see you've been DJing recently. Right. This was a Dave Grubman idea. Okay. <laughs> I was gonna when, say, did you, what when did you start that? And uh, I'd, right during the pandemic. Yeah. 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 Was yeah. that because like, was that because like you had more time with the clubs being shut down for a bit or? Correct. Okay. Um, We'll get to the Dave part first, but turns out that I've been wanting to do. I realized that I've been wanting to do this for the past decade. You know, uh-huh. okay. Um, I've been always into music. I even my mom is like, it's funny that you started DJing because you used to record yourself singing back in the day with really? the tapes. Yeah, they probably suck. <laughs> but you gotta send us those. We can pop. I don't even know where they are, and if I find them, I'm burning them. <laughs> I used to, uh, I used to listen to the Power Love Hour, and then I used to like. Like sing in the background. Oh, I don't even know why bro. I'm saying this. That's part of the documentary, though, bro. Come on. <laughs> and and um and yeah, you know, being uh being or being behind the beat. So my my setup was always being. I'm an extension of Dave. So wherever Dave was, I was. You know. Okay. So Dave's Dave used to Dave's always. He's like the captain of the ship. You know. So he's uh he's steering it. He's steering it from the DJ booth. You know. And I used to be really right behind it. You know. And I always watch the biggest names of of the music industry and then i was always like just making people so happy from music i was like just from dancing and pushing buttons you know but it's be- beyond pushing buttons because now that i dj is literally the hardest shit ever you know <laughs> well, that's what i was gonna ask like are you teaching yourself i self-taught myself um wow i self-taught myself i had a finally the COVID happened unfortunately and fortunately and and that's where i got that's where i had all the time in the world to to learn how to DJ, you know, Damn. um, I bought a, I I bought a USB and I started shazamming. I went to so many COVID parties, underground parties that I was shazamming all the songs that people would, people were like, ah, yeah, going ah, to, like yeah. the drop, you know. And then I ended up making up my own playlist, and because being me, who I was, 
and I will go to a COVID party and I will tell the guys like I want to DJ and they're like yeah and like they'll freak out can you yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah but I didn't know you know <laughs> and I'm not gonna say his name but one time I'm at this warehouse party and the guys were so fucking ecstatic that I was there with my whole crew that they there was it was it was a no table party but they literally made a table for me <laughs> they made a table for me for me and my crew and then I told the guys uh, act like, I'm like act like my tour manager his name is Blake. And I go, and he's actually a tour manager Dope. for uh, Charlie Jordan, Milan, and a bunch Sick. of guys. And then I go, and I go tell the guys of the party that I want to DJ. And the guy, the guy who was DJing is actually a big known DJ here in Miami. Oh shit! And <laughs> locally, okay. and and the guy was like, "It'll be our honor." And I'm wow. like, and I'm Come freaking on. out because. I don't know what the fuck I was going to do, you know? <laughs> well, that's what I was going to say. Because usually, like, when someone tries to rebrand themselves or, like, reposition themselves, they might get even some heat. Like, it might even be a negative thing sometimes. But I guess you had such a good reputation. Such a good reputation that, that it worked like, it worked, it worked Do anything you me, want. You know? Come in the club, do whatever you want. Yeah. So, so when you DJ, you got to learn how to transition. Because you want to smooth out the last song into the new one, you know? So you don't hear... So you're not bringing the crowd down, you know? Okay. I get on and I'm just praying, press play. I wait till the song ends and I press play. And the yeah. other one, the guy who was DJing before me is fucking pissed off. <laughs> yeah, he's like, but the crowd is loving it. They're on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. I took away his thunder, you know. I'm yeah. friends with the guy now. Yeah. And, I'm, and I paid back. I, I booked him a couple of times okay, at our venues. And great guy, great guy. But, but this was but this was Dave's idea, you said? like. Yeah, so how? I'm getting to that. And, okay, okay. and, and doing so many fucking parties, I was like, I was learning on my own, you know. Yeah. I was watching a lot of YouTube videos for sure. And I asked a million questions to so many of my friends, DJ friends, yeah. that that I got the hang of it, you know. Um and then um Dave got Dave got word of it, you know. And well you didn't even tell him at first. You were just doing it, learning, no. whatever. Dave, is this is Dave City. He <laughs> yeah, hears yeah. everything. He yeah, sees yeah. everything, he hears <laughs> it's everything. True. Fucking guy doesn't miss a thing. Um we open up Strawberry Moon. We're, we ended up having problems with the sound because of the city is too loud. We're on the third floor rooftop. Our neighbors don't like it. And the guys that we were booking were Alesso, Marshmallow, Steve Aoki, Top, Black Top Coffee. Line, yeah. Guys that, that you need that volume all the way up for their fans. You yeah, know, yeah. they're selling like 800,000 tickets. You know, these people are coming to see them. And if you don't have any sound, it's 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 a bad name for them. It's yeah. a bad name for us. Yeah. yeah. You know, we came in terms with the city of a of a certain uh decibel level for sound. And obviously we we called it quits with the with the big talent. And Dave was like, the next big thing is let's put you. You're wow. a celebrity, you're a local celebrity. Girls love you. People are coming, they're gonna come in they're gonna come to see you. And and I piggyback of uh of a of a of an event that we had uh i think black coffee he had already sold some tickets but then we had enough time to get my name out for nice. the flyer and, and i sold uh, a fair share of tickets and my first big show i crushed it <laughs> oh, it was the fourth of july weekend you know you the transitions right there yeah, the transitions <laughs> great how was that though like did, what kind of like experience did you have what was going through your head man oh my god i loved it yeah i loved it. again just just seeing people, even if one person tells me at the uh, at the end of the set that like, wow, you crushed it, yeah. that make me and I just seeing one person dance, you know, you did something good. Yeah, you know? yeah. there's always gonna be someone a hater, you know, or whatever, you know, and and no, but we crushed it. No, we now now that was that happened almost a year ago, you know, and I now I have that weekly Saturday party, you know, where it's 
where it's doing Oh, that's great. your residency now. Yeah, that's my residency. Oh, we got to come out there. Yeah, that that Yo, but I saw also like you've been doing some festivals too. Right. EDC. Again, Ultra. I was just getting to that when okay. I said that we're haters. You know, I get, all, <laughs> I get all these DMs of like, like you don't deserve to be there. Uh, then they'll tag their D, their local DJ like that he deserves to be there. I'm, I'm like, motherfucker, I've been doing this for 20 yeah, years. Yeah, like, they, they don't know what like, I've done. I built my network. I built my contact to yeah. where I'm at now. So yeah, I deserve to be there. You yeah. Know? yeah. Because I'm getting the opportunity from the people that are putting up the festivals, you know, yeah. themselves, you know, because I've been so close to them, you know, so obviously they're going to give me the chance, you know, people you broke your back for. Over yeah, years, you know, yeah. no, but those are just haters, bro. You can't even take those are people doing nothing, bro. Yeah, you can't take that shit serious. No. How were the festivals? How was, how was that experience? I mean, think about it. Just the first year <laughs> that I became a DJ, I did Ultra. I did, uh, and I did right. EDC. That's why the haters. <laughs> I did EDC, and I did a co- bunch of Coachella parties. You have you a know? favorite one that you've done? Uh, both Ultra and EDC, you know. Yeah. They're, they're like, so you do a lot of house house music? It's only house. Only house. Yeah. Only house. That's always been my passion. Always been my my go to. When was I, there any like um, <clears throat> DJs that you looked up to and and you know tried oh, to no, learn you, a few you things? Name them all. You know the Afro Jacks. You know. Yeah. The one that I the my kind of music is the Afro beats. Dope. Not 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 the but the dance one though, like Black Coffee, yeah, yeah. yeah, Guy Gerber, you know, Jamie Jones, you know. Um, those are the guys that 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 I want to be, you know, that I want to learn from, you know. Even Black Coffee, one one of his last one of his last sets from last year, he he found out that I was DJing. And when we're in the green room, he goes, watch what I do tonight, you know, like, and I paid attention to what he did, you know? Yeah. I'm, I'm curious oh, for anybody mm-hmm. who wants to come to Miami or is from Miami and wants to get into this scene. What, what's, what, what advice would you give them? Uh, go out a lot, you know? And then, yeah, yeah I get, I, we get a lot of these kids that are coming up from, from Chicago, even Toronto, you know, that they want to, they want to work at our clubs and they always ask me for advice, you know, let's go out, you know, again, the only reason I'm here is because I went out so much yeah. that I built my network, you know, and yeah, you got to sacrifice, you know, I've sacrificed so much, you know, I'm, I'm almost 40, you know, and I'm, and, and I'm still sacrificing, you know, going out and, and everything, you know, and obviously, you know, try not to drink as much, you know, try Try not to be so disrespectful, you know, be humble, you know, I have to say, sorry, (laughs) you're very humble. And and I'm, I'm taking that from this conversation, but there's one thing you keep saying that I'm like, damn, you got to really have no ego to talk like this. You keep saying I'm an extension of Dave and like, I mean, yeah, Dave is a monster. So it's not really that hard to say that, but like, it seems like you have no ego. No. I don't yeah. think you can, though, to be honest, in this, in this, I'm just saying like, I've I, had it before though. Yeah. I've I was, had I was going to say, how did you, you have some time to this? I, I, I got lucky enough that I had people that cared about me and they put me in my place. Yeah. But I became, uh, I became successful way too quick. Yeah. Not way too quick, but, but I became very up there and my head was, yeah, it was huge. huge you know? blown up. I got, I got to the point that, pe- that I started getting, uh, I started hearing people saying that, oh, he's intimidating. And I was very intimidating. You know, I was uh, in this industry. We got we have people that, that are the that are, they're the yeses and no's, you know, and I was the no guy. You know, you come to me for anything, you know, I'll tell you, no, you know, whether it was like to get to get an extra calm to to let a girl uh, to let someone of a cousin or, or something in. You know, I was always that that dickhead, you know, that <laughs> always said no. And you need guys like that, you yeah. know, but I, I think I took it way too far. You know, <laughs> I never pissed off anyone off um, 
that bad, but it was getting to a point that that thankfully, like someone put me in my place, you know, like, yo, listen, we love you, dude, but you got to chill out. Yeah. You know, like 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 girls are like intimidated by you, you know, and that's not good, especially in our line of work. You know, like you you don't want hot girls to be intimidated by you. Yeah, you know? yeah, yeah. You're gonna be like sometimes it was good, you know, because some girls were like intimidated in a good way. You know, yeah, they like, wanted yeah. to know more. Yeah. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> but but no, I. I took it down all yeah, the way yeah. down. You seem you seem super super I fucking humble, bro. No <laughs> ego. So good job. Yeah, you did it. You did it right. You did it right. So yeah. now are you um are you like balancing? I guess the nightlife with the DJing. Like, how's that working now? Yeah, uh, I don't want to take it that serious yet. Okay. Because, I mean, you're playing at crazy festivals and shit. Right. Like, right. That's serious. The next step will be to make music, and Beautiful. I have once I do that, it's over. Yeah. Because of <laughs> my. Well, bro, your network is my crazy. network. You know, it's, you know, I didn't. Hopefully, you know, like if it, if everything turns out the right way, you know, hey, bye, bunny, I want to make a song. Wow. Hey, Drake, I want to make a song. Yeah, you know. Oh, you do a song and with Drake, all, bro. We're gonna go <laughs> off, bro. All yeah, I need, yeah, all yeah. I need is one. You know. Yeah, yeah. yeah. You're well, close with G Balvin, though, right? My God, I love that guy, Jose. Yeah. Wow. Like, how how long have you known him? That's another guy. Oh, for years, for maybe like five six years wow and that's another guy who you gotta look up to that yeah. guy is fucking the the definition of humble you know yeah you know every every the way he keeps his family is the same way i do you know yeah um how'd you guys meet we've met through a mutual friend from miami you know okay um and he was uh, he was already obviously he's he's always been big you know but he he was just skyrocketing on when I first met him, you know, he was super nice to me, you know, and we followed each other on Instagram and and we kept in contact a lot, a lot. I, I've, I've, I've gone to see him play a bunch of times, you know, I even wore his shirt on my face, you know, and I'm there like like a little girl and he's pointing at me and I'm pointing <laughs> at him. Like, like it's we had a we had a big bromance one time. How does it feel to have like bonds with these with these huge celebrities, bro? You got to be yourself. Yeah, you know? yeah. you. you, you Every time I hang out with with someone new and then especially during season, I'm like, yo, listen, you might meet someone, you know, you might you're going to see like an A-list around. Just be cool, you know, yeah. and there's been several times, you know, where 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 they haven't they they get all like crazy. They get all groupy, you know, and yeah. that's that's another thing that Dave's taught me, you know, that. The celebrities are very important, you know. You gotta make them feel at home. Some of these, some of these celebrities are coming to us because they feel safe. Yeah. Right. What does that mean? Uh, Bella Hadid, Justin Bieber, they want to be in a skybox. They don't want to be announced. They're, you know, they're Easy. just there. We we make sure that nobody, nobody. If they if they want if they want to go ahead and tell people that they're there, obviously up to them, yeah, you know. Yeah. But most of the times we're so close to these people that you'll never know they're there, you know. Yeah. You know where we they're there behind the dj booth they're, they're they might not even be in the club you know they might be in the back of the house you know just having a drink you know yeah. and we make sure that they get in their cars safe through different entrances you know and that's what kept that's what keeps all these relationships going you know what do you think is like the biggest thing you've learned with with working with all these celebrities or like you know realized me like that don't yeah like don't don't act like a groupie you know be cool. <laughs> and 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 stay away from asking them for for businesses you know yeah. For, for for anything like like there's been i think dave said it before you know like he 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 almost lost a relationship with kim something happened that 
he tried to get her involved, you know, and then and then the guy would ended up being a scatterer of the story. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. But it, you know, my DMs are full of like, get me this person. Of course, I'll give you this one, you know, course. or make me an introduction, yeah. you know. But then once I do that, then that that celebrity is not gonna hit me up anymore. I know. Yeah. You know, because he just found out that it's you're just, just like everyone else. It's huh? just not worth it, you know, not worth it to lose that relationship, yeah. you know, for that for that little money. You know, do you find being in the position you're in, it's hard to like find people that are genuine versus people that are just trying to use you? Oh, no, they, it's it's a, it's a both. It's a it's a two street way. You know, yeah. they use me. I use them. You know, <laughs> there you go. So yeah. we used to say that too, no, about yeah. just promoting way smaller scale. But everyone's like, "Aren't you mad? Like people are just using you." I'm like, "I'm making money. Like that's my job. Use me." They, yeah, yeah. I say it all the time. Still, <laughs> yeah. use me. Yeah. 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 If you don't use me, then who am I? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I gotta stay relevant. I'm yeah. here for that. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. I, I'm not. I'm not a promoter. Anymore. I haven't been in ten years. Yeah. yeah. Well, call me. Yeah. yeah. Call me. You know, like, what if you don't call me? What if people stop calling me? That's yeah. true. That's even then, worse. You know, then. Then it's over, you know? Yeah. That's not going to happen. What, what would, <laughs> like, what's in terms of nightlife, I want to go back for a second because I think that industry is so unique because you can grow so fast. What do you think was one of the biggest challenges of that industry for you? And also, like, one of the biggest things you've learned from that industry? From what? From nightlife? From just nightlife, yeah, in, as a whole. Oh, no. Easily staying, uh, staying humble. Yeah. Because seeing all these glamorous, seeing all this money seeing making so much money yeah. at, at the same time fast you know then then I, I i couldn't forget where i came from you know and yeah i wanted to i wanted to catch up with the with the trends and i wanted to and i wanted to impress girls you know but but i always i always i was always myself you know yeah what's it, what's, what's it like being because you said you said my girl before What's it like being in a relationship and in this industry? Is it tough? The hardest. <laughs> yeah, yeah for, them, for them, not for me. <laughs> <laughs> it's facts, though. Every girl I've dated is like, like I give them props, you know? Like, yeah. if I ever win the lotto, I'm sending them millions. Yeah, <laughs> Just yeah. because of all the shit that I put them through. You that's, know? Like, that's what I'm saying. Like, obviously, regardless, you drink or not or whatever, just being out all the time around You're these beautiful women. Oh, listen, like, I, again, you know, it's... it's it's the the persona that I have to play sometimes, you know. In social yes. media, I might be one person, but but behind closed doors, I'm someone else, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um, but sometimes the girl might get that. Sometimes she might not, you know. Yeah. But you have to prove it to them, you know. You have to. Now that I'm a little more more, more mature, you know, just com communication helps. You know, if you let them know where you are, if you tell them everything that you're, then they leave you alone, you know. Yeah. yeah. Is there is, is there a, is there an aspect of like you try to keep something like some parts of your life off Instagram, off social media. Oh yeah, definitely. I try to keep my family off, off Instagram. You know, I don't even follow like a lot of my close family just because I don't want them to like, I don't know, you know, <laughs> but, but they, they, they know what you do, obviously. Of course. Yeah. yeah but there's an aspect of like, with, with with the way you live, your job, you're so out there. Like I know, I'm sure I, you want some I've, privacy. No, right? no, but I've, I've calmed, I've toned it down just because, um, too many crazy out there, you know. Yeah, so you don't yeah, want to, yeah. you don't want to post all the time, you know. I used to post everything, you know, um, but no, yeah, I definitely. Like, I, I, I'm one of those guys that goes to the movies by themselves, you know. Oh yeah, yeah. I, well, I go to. No, we'll come with you, bro. It's all <laughs> <laughs> we'll come, bro. The whole point is that I want to be alone. Yeah, yeah, yeah come yeah, on, bro. I feel you. Yeah. yeah, and it, you know, there's even the little fame that I got, it gets to me sometimes like, fuck, like I wish people didn't know me now. Yeah. Like a couple years ago, I went skydiving like 
far as shit from here, you know? Yeah. And the girl who, who booked me ended up knowing who I was, you know? And I was like, even at the movies, you know, it's like, yeah. and I'm humble by it and I'm, and I'm thankful for it, you know, without, without the fans, you know, without, it's crazy to me that you want to take pictures with me, you know, yeah. great people. Sh they're shaking sometimes, you know, crazy, <laughs> crazy, crazy. Yeah. Yesterday, uh, the, the, and they don't leave you at the, at the heat games, you know, I'm on, co I'm core side yeah. to players. The one girl I, that I took on a date, she's like, who the fuck are you? Yeah. And she got, she got a, an anxiety attack because of so many people were taking pictures of me. She saw NBA players say hi to me and she yeah. didn't know who the fuck I was. She came from a, <laughs> she came from like a, like a part of Brazil that's, you know, that's never yeah. seen any of the stuff like that. She, in the middle of the game, she came, she was hyperventilating because she was like, who are you? <laughs> who are you? <laughs> I'm purple Miami. And I'm purple Miami. <laughs> <laughs> and but no, sometimes you you need the, you need the the quietness. You how know? do you how do you, how do you stay ground? Like besides the alone time, is there something you do to like stay grounded? Like chat with your family, maybe or like you yeah, know, I'm like, very I'm very close to my family. Working out, I'm obsessed with with staying healthy. You know, yeah. in 2019, I did uh six marathons and you five triathlons, well? and I've cycled a lot. Damn. I've done like crazy shit. You can imagine. I did like. I've done sensory rides, which means a uh, hundred miles in a single ride. You know, holy yeah, fuck! How long did it take, bro? Five hours. Oh my god! That the last time that was the last time I rode bike uh, a year ago, October. It was for a, uh, it was for a charity thing for uh for best buddies. The, yeah, I'm, I'm part of their cycling team. It was a hundred miles in Boston, but it was the it was till this day it was the hardest ride I've ever been to because of the elevation. I did equivalent to five to six thousand feet of elevation. Um, I, I I lost the uh, the pack in the first fifteen miles, so I did seventy five miles by myself almost. Damn, because crazy, of the hills that we were doing, I, I didn't train for it. Yeah, and and I lost the pack. You want to stay with the pack? If you're in the pack, you're cruising. Okay. You have no headwind. Once you're alone, you have headwind, crosswinds. You know, you want yeah. backwinds because then that pushes you. Yeah. But there were no backwinds, <laughs> you know. And it was hard. It was tough. It was yeah, in your head for 75 miles. Oh, my miles. God. 75 miles just talking to myself. When did you get quit. into, like, doing that? Uh, My friend, uh, Mr. Miami. Dope. Shout he, out Mr. Miami. He, yeah. uh... He was, uh, he was... He was so inspiring in the way that he wanted to lose weight. And he was so disciplined about it. That he signed up for for the Miami Marathon, the full one, and I surprised him by signing up for a marathon, and I was like, "This this can't be hard." Yeah, <laughs> I like running, <laughs> <laughs> and and I'm like, "All I have to do is run." What's so hard about that? Yeah. I swear to God, I've I've never even passed ran more than five miles or you or didn't train for it or anything no, you just pulled nothing up. i just pulled up on <laughs> no sleep it? and did it and i did a full marathon i did the first 10 miles we did it as a group it was like a big group of us i did the first 10 miles cruising i beat i was i was so far that i had to like like i had to stop but like but like shake you know like jog you know yeah, yeah, yeah. because there were, I, I was i was bored so i wanted to catch up with the pack we get to the half we get to the half marathon uh point where you could just Finish the half marathon yeah. or keep going. So I kept going. Mile fifteen, I crashed. The next seven miles or eight miles, I I was I I I had I was so hurt from my from my two legs because I've never I've never done anything like that. Yeah. That I I I ran. I walk ran the whole my the whole yeah. seven miles left Damn. because I was so 
in pain and I'm an idiot. I ran with off white zooms or something <laughs> like that. I wanted one color of each, one pink, one, one, because I was thinking of the picture. The pictures when you're running, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> and turns out that, that that's the most single important thing, your shoes. Your shoes, yeah, yeah. Did yeah. you get the picture though? I did get the picture, <laughs> but I was in pain. It's, was, a, it's such a like curveball because like you see your IG and you're just like in the clubs and the festivals and stuff, and then you're just doing a, a marathon, hundred yeah. mile marathon. Yeah, yeah. They, they call me the magician because again, I've I've done most of these events on no sleep. What 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 it means is that my la one story could be me at live <laughs> and, then, and, and then, then the seven a.m. I'm at the start line of a marathon. You know, like how the fuck do you do it? You so know. You, so how you doing it though? That's what oh, I got the, um, the adrenaline. You know yeah. the. Mm. the the fucking fact that I'm running with a thousand people and then that fucking medal, I just want it, you know? Yeah. Mm. The first one I got, I was obsessed. <laughs> I was obsessed. I was, I, I got, I went to a run, I went to I Run Miami where they, it's all about running shoes. The guy records you running on a treadmill and then, and then watches you run outside. He's a, he's a marathoner. And then he goes, these are your shoes. Wow. And then I, I did a trial run with them. Was I, we did a six mile run that same day. I felt like I was running on on clouds. Changes everything. It changes everything. I didn't. I wasn't sore. I didn't feel like I ran six miles. And then I had. I signed up for the half marathon the next month. My goal was to do it under two hours and twenty minutes. I did it under two hours. Wow! Because of the fucking shoes. So this guy just looked looked at you running, and he's like, "Okay, this is the pair you need." Yeah. He sees, and then he, he they record you on an iPad, and they see how your foot lands. Yeah. And he knows what shoes you should what you get. And, that's the kind of service you're getting on yeah, here by having. Yeah. I'm That's curious, crazy. is there anything that you haven't done that you'd like to do? Because I mean, like, it, it seems like you've done a lot of fucking things. Oh my God. Or like, what haven't you done to, yeah, to begin with, bro? Like, yeah, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, just whether it be in sports and life and work. Yeah, and, I definitely want to do an Iron Man, you know? Okay. That, that, that is something psychotic. You That's know? crazy. Yes. I could already picture it. Purple, yeah. purple Miami Desire. <laughs> a, half, a half Iron Man, which means uh, uh, almost almost a mile swim i think okay and uh either a, a hundred or 75 mile bike ride and then a half marathon <laughs> oh my God. a full ironman is double that so that's like a full day yeah yeah Jesus 12 Christ. hours something so you're prepping for like are you gonna prep for that no or like, i'm not no, prepping yeah. the last <laughs> uh, the last thing i did was that 100 mile bike ride which fucking killed me yeah you got <laughs> oh no then i did though? a marathon this year you got anything coming up like in the near future though no again we're opening so many places. Yeah. yeah. We're opening and I'm thinking about my future right now. You know, I'm still training for just to stay healthy, you know, but but that takes up a lot of your time, you know. Of course. And and I still have a lot of time, you know, my like my age group, the 35 and up, like that's just like the second tier. The the fastest people were the 50-year-olds, you know? Yeah. Like the people that were running swimming and biking faster than me were all guys with gray hairs you they've know? been doing it forever right? yeah that they've been doing it forever you know yeah, but they got yeah. time you know yeah. they they have all the time in the world you know i and again i the only time i trained was just doing cardio you know and it was all like mental you know i was talking to myself just to finish you know yeah didn't matter. i didn't care about finishing them first or top 10 you know just wanted to finish you know and get that medal you know yeah it felt good you guys should try it. <laughs> yeah, i was gonna say i don't know <laughs> man crazy, in miami's hot as fuck bro so i'm not sure exactly bro. yeah but uh i mean listen we, we we have a famous question we have some uh some um some questions from our audience stuff like yeah. that but i'm curious is there an end goal for you is there one thing that you're chasing like or or is it just 
you know, whatever comes, comes. A purple empire, yeah. Yeah. I want to... I have my own company right now, you know. I have, yeah. a, I have a few people that work for me, you know, that are on payroll. I have a, I have a hookah guy <laughs> that's on payroll, you <laughs> payroll? know. payroll? Yeah. <laughs> You're the first person to have that, bro. Yeah. What is that? Okay, hold on. Well, I have to ask. What does that job entail? You just What's has the- to make me a hookah. <laughs> At any time. At any time. <laughs> any place, any location. Any pull up. place, any location. That's I was lit, on the yard bro. yesterday, uh, Sunday, and he, he came. And, you know, he, he even brings his own assistant, you know? <laughs> you know and he's, get, he's getting paid nice. He's getting paid nice. Julian, photographers, you know? Yeah. I have a, Shout out Julian. Yeah. yeah you know, I've, hel- I've helped people. But, you know, just, a, just like Dave, you know, he helped me get to That's, where I'm at today, yeah, yeah. you know? You know? For example, I'll, I, there's se- there like there's there's several there's so many DMs that are like I want to work for you. I, I just want to work for free. Yeah, I, I want to shadow you. I want to yeah. Eventually, I want to I want to let all these people do that for me, you know, because those are the people that you want to you want them to work for you. You know, yeah. the, the the hungries. You know, yeah. I feel like a lot of mm-hmm. successful people get to that point. They get to a point where they're successful, and now they just want to bring up other people. And exactly, yeah. that's yeah. where I want to be. You know, and I it think feels you have all the resources good. It feels to do that, good. Bro. You know. For again, for example, you know, these these photographers that I'm always hanging out with, you know, they they DM me so much that that I'll vet them, you know, and I'll look to see what they've done, you know. Yeah. And then a guy named Rambo right now in LA has his own studio. Yeah. And he's done music videos for future and just because he hung out with me, you know. Julian right now is doing all these stuff with the with the Nug Boys and NFL players and Crazy. and and he's shot Bad Bunny and and Odell Beckham and he has and he could do so much with this yeah. you know and, and he's pretty successful about it right now you know How just does that be- feel for you bro like, amazing you know just yeah. the fact that I can help somebody you know and then and then I want to help more people you know I like that a purple empire we gotta get some like merch or something that's fucking the sick. merch is coming no that's man I sick. fucked up man I no, so, just all purple I have bro. so many ideas too. yeah. A purple empire, yeah. We need some merch, so bro. You, we said need you, some you said you guys are working on a lot of projects. Can you talk about any of them? Of course, yeah. 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 No, so, we have a uh, um, somewhere around twenty new venues, geez. all hotel, hotels, restaurants. You know, <clears throat> uh, in twenty twenty three, we want to open up. Where they're going to open up the Fond and Blue in Vegas. Wow, Live two point Yes. That's gonna be uh wow. that's so gonna be a big one. Outside of Florida now. Yeah, we're taking our talents outside of Florida. We're doing Komodo in Dallas. We're doing something in uh in uh um, in the Middle East. Wow. I think maybe Qatar, something like that. So yeah. are you playing a part in there where you're gonna have to travel a lot too and yeah and go wow yeah that's one thing that it's keeping me away from taking the whole um the DJ shit because I know once I take it serious. I'm gonna get booked everywhere, and yeah. the traveling is fucking. These guys live on airplanes, you know. Yeah, it's and crazy. I, I pretty much. There's times where I'm traveling so much, it's exhausting, you know. Yeah, but we know about those two. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, you yeah, guys yeah. know, you know, and 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 watching all. I've traveled with DJs before. They sleep on planes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, they, if they sleep, <laughs> if they sleep, you know, it's a tough. It's a tough job, you know. Yeah, it's a tough life. We have, um, there's obviously a lot of our audiences like in the creative space and in the, in the media space and the music space. A lot of them wanted to ask you like starting out as a DJ, well, how, what's the best way to like kind of get gigs or put themselves out there being no one. Cause like, obviously mm-hmm. you're getting into the music space. You have the network already. Like you have the resources. I, I, I I'm going back to the same thing, man. Yeah. You guys got to go out. My DMS are getting fucking nuts with this fucking <laughs> question from DJ. Yeah, yeah, get yeah. me booked. 
Oh, yeah, they're all, they're or, all oh, give me there. advice. Yo, you guys got to go out. Yeah. yeah. You guys got to go out and make a name of yourself. Doesn't mean that you have to DJ right away, but get to know the people that are running the parties, you know? Yeah. Yeah. How are you going to fucking ask me to fucking get you booked from a computer? Yeah. <laughs> you know? Like... Like yeah. it's common sense. So you, just put themselves out there, get into the club, go say hi to people, go yeah, introduce bro, Sacrifice, man. You guys gotta go out there, man. You guys gotta go out and put not man make some contacts, you know, and man and man, meet some people, you know. You guys just can't ask people on Instagram, you know. I think that's, the sacrifice is where people end in. They're just like, ah, oh, fuck it, never mind. That's why most of our most of our flyers when we when we when we put that we're hiring servers, bartenders, do not DM. Don't DM. Yeah. Come go see us. Yeah, yeah. Do your part, you know. I did my part. Yeah. Twenty plus years in the game. Jeez, bro. You know? Do you believe money buys happiness? No. 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 Now, okay. Okay. now I'm that de- I've definitely had to see it for myself. You know? Okay. Okay. You know, money does not buy happiness. You know, I like I, peace and freedom. That's what that's what makes me happy, you know, yeah. and it, it should for a, a lot of people, you know. Cause you can have you can have all the money in the world, you know. But when it comes to having that freedom, you know. But would you, would you say that money's helped you get a little bit of that freedom? One hundred percent. Let's go. No, for sure. Maybe it hasn't directly like a dollar bill isn't necessarily making you happy, but it's probably about some good things. But yeah. has that mindset? Was that something that evolved over time? Like at the beginning, maybe did you think money was everything, and then? As no, you, no, no. I think where I got where I got to where I'm at is because I've 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 thought of money a second. You know, I really enjoyed what I was doing. I still do, obviously. You know, I always tell myself I'm like, "Fuck, man, money." I, again, I've never asked for a raise. Yeah. All every everything that has been given to me or or doubled or or raised is because I earned it. You know, but I kept that mindset. I kept I I told myself the money's there. The, where I'm working, there's always going to be money. Yeah. If I work hard, they're going to take notice, you know, and they're they're going to give me what I what I deserve, you know. Yeah. And and here I am, you know. That's Damn. huge, man. That is. It, that's I just, huge. I again, ask- I can't say that for everybody. You know, no. a, lot, a lot of people have to ask for it. You know. Yeah. A lot of, and but no, you know, I I work for it. You but know? you know, like where you're around, you're seeing it happen. You're going, yeah. yo, if I put my head down and I, I just again, I, again, I'm in a different bubble. You know, I'm. You, you, yeah. I have people that are asking me for jobs all year round. You know, I can't even imagine what they're going through. You know, but here I am. I'm, go- I'm. We're going to, I'm where I'm going to. You know, like Vegas, LA, or Miami, New York, and I'm and the where I'm at. You know, is people buying three hundred dollar dinners, yeah, thousand dollar, you know, bills. You know, and it's like I'm in a different bubble. You yeah, know? yeah. So but that's I, who you're surrounding yourself with as well. Yeah. So if you're looking back on your come up now, is there anything that you would have changed? No, because I'm I'm happy where I'm at right now, you know, and then I've learned from the past, you know, and if I could go back and and tell myself anything, you know, it's just, it's just to be to keep it humble, you know, keep it humble. Yeah. Facts. Keep that discipline, you know, facts, facts, bro. You're a G. I just yeah, got to say that. Yeah, up. bro. Yo, actually, someone asked why you always wear glasses. I'm also interested. I'm very blind. Oh, are you? <laughs> yeah. Well, don't you feel like a fucking dick now for asking that? <laughs> people always think, again, uh, people think I'm a fucking one. I was born deaf by one ear. Stop. What? Yeah. It was hereditary. Okay. A okay. lot of people. Uh, most, most of my close friends know that. Okay. okay. I'm deaf from uh from this ear. So okay. when I go like this, it just sounds muted. Okay. It sounds like muffled. Wow. Okay. And, and I, again, I've lost... So when when sounds are coming from this side, 
and I never use. So what I didn't, I didn't start wearing uh, prescription glasses. So everything I wear, like whether it's red glass, red shades, yellow, they're trust me, they're prescription. Yeah, I'm blind, legally blind. <laughs> <laughs> and think about it. When I used to, uh, when I used to uh, go outside and help out the door, people like fucking purple is the biggest dickhead we call him yeah he doesn't listen like, oh my god and we're waving at him yeah. and he doesn't see us <laughs> like i'm i'm fucking you bother explaining it or no 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 yeah. but um, i people are like yo you're a dick like i <laughs> called you and i try to get your attention i'm like i'm blind and deaf <laughs> <laughs> Damn, <laughs> you smashed the nightlife industry being blind and deaf, bro. Yeah. That is crazy, bro. You Yo, smashed you, it. You're going to put that on your bio or something, bro. <laughs> your IG bio. That's so if crazy. you ever see anyone talking to me on this year and in the nightclubs and I'm going like this, I have no idea what they're saying. <laughs> no, and people do that all the time. I just like let it go. You yeah, know? it's like just like, nod your head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. That's funny, man. Purple, bro. It's Yo, been a dude. pleasure, man. Straight man. up. Um, yo, bro, listen. We, this guy's plugged. Okay, this Holy guy's plugged. Shit. You can try and DM. I don't know if he's gonna answer if you're coming to <laughs> Miami, but um, yo, it's been a pleasure, man. Straight yes, up, you, yes. I know you got a crazy ass schedule. So, yo, we're yeah, in the fucking Versace mansion yeah, again. I, I gotta say, say it one again. more time. This is All right, crazy, this guy bro. made it happen for crazy, us. Crazy. Um, he didn't even know us, and he just it's made your, this happen it's your for network, us. Bro. You know, it's a, yeah. it's, a, it's the people that that again, like when I told you guys in the beginning, you know, I take care of everybody the same. You know, whether you're you're a guy down the street or you're a CEO or you're a president, you know, you're going to get the same respect, you know, because you never know. You know, I've met plenty of celebrities, you know, from the come up. I've met Travis Scott when someone introduced me to Travis Scott before he was Travis Scott. You know, Crazy, Travis man. Scott came to live with shorts and there's only a few certain guys that could approve shorts. I live and I'm one of them. And I only did it because of the guy who told me who he was. He deals with a lot of celebs. So I didn't want to look back. I let him in. Yeah. He ended up getting kicked out because he was smoking too much weed with his friends, but he knew that I had his back. So he gave me his number and a year, a year happens. He comes this world phenomenon and we're booked. We booked him at, at story and it was one of our best performances. And the guy who kicked him out happened to be there at the DJ booth. Stop. He got off the, he got off the DJ booth and he threw him the mic. He goes, remember when you kicked me out and now I'm here. Damn. So you never know, you know, they don't forget, yeah, you know. Yeah. No, yeah. I, I can attest to that. You when, don't forget, uh, when, you when Kyle connected us, you're, you've been like nothing short of fucking humble, hospitable. You always got to treat people with respect. Yeah. yeah. I've even sealed deals just because people know me, you know. Yeah. There's a guy that owns a dealership and and he ended up having a meeting with someone even bigger than him. And he goes, Purple follows you? That's how the meeting started. <laughs> Damn. And the guy goes, Yeah, it's my my good friend. Like, yeah. And he said that after that, the deal went great. That's him. That's all it took. Hey, Purple follows you? <laughs> all right, you're good. <laughs> that's yeah. all you need. Damn. You know? Damn. And that's that just makes me realize how much of an impact I've made. Of yep. course. You know, yep. with all with everybody that I treated, you know. I'm gonna make an impact even with this episode, straight yes, up. Sir. Yeah. Yes, like, sir. That, that's why we wanted you on because bro, I think you have a crazy story and and not everyone can see behind the scenes of what you do. Everyone just sees what's on IG and stuff. They don't know the come up. So I appreciate you telling the story, bro. Straight yes, up. Sure, yes, for yes. sure. Keep it's, crushing it, bro. Yeah, straight up. We look forward man. to it. And yo, when you release some tracks, maybe let us know. Yes. We're going to be bumping those. Yes. Yeah. And if you need some friends to come with you to any, like, you know, movies. Champions League games, movies, <laughs> anything, bro. You just let us know. Yeah, we're we're like marathons, bro. We're in it, bro. No, I appreciate you, yeah. man. Honestly, it's been a pleasure. On that note, we are about to check out from the Versace Mansion. Jay, we out? Oh. We're out. Let's go. <laughs>